Welcome to the Proud Police Wife Podcast with Rebecca Lynn, where we have honest, real, and encouraging conversations for law enforcement families. Welcome to episode 35 of the Proud Police Wife Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Lynn, and today we're talking about four ways to prepare for emergencies as a law enforcement family. Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by Pictures on Gold. Pictures on Gold offers high quality jewelry, including a police and firefighter collection with badge necklaces, earrings, and more. You can use my code PROUDPOLICEWIFE for $10 off and a link to shop is in the show notes. So we know all too well that dangers exist, just life in general, right? Emergencies happen, dangers, are out there, but those dangers also exist within the careers of law enforcement. And I think as spouses, we're obviously very aware of this. We know that this job is inherently dangerous. And I know it can be depressing to think of those dangers. We, some of us may just not wanna think about them at all and completely brush it off and, and know, yeah, okay, dangers exist, you know, life moves on and I get it. Um, But then there's the other side where people can dwell about the risks of the job and live in fear. And I don't want you to do either of those things. I want to try to find um, this happy medium, if you will. So it's really, really important to be prepared for any emergencies that can happen in life, but especially as a law enforcement family. I think that we can prepare for those emergencies a little bit differently versus, um, you know, civilian families that don't experience a job like in law enforcement or as a first responder. But the important thing is, I really want you to have conversations with your spouse about these hard, not so fun topics because they're not fun. No one is going to wake up and say, hey, let's talk about wills today. Like, it's not exciting, right? But I want to use today's episode as just encouragement for you to hopefully get that ball rolling because we've all been there. We, um, I know my husband and I didn't talk about these things for years because I didn't know how to approach it. It felt very like morbid to talk about these things, but you need to be as prepared as possible should an emergency arise. I have talked to way too many spouses whose loved one has experienced an emergency on the job. And it's not, I'm not saying that everyone is going to experience an emergency. Some do, some don't. But one of the things that they tell me is, I wish we were better prepared. Now, there's no amount of preparedness that's going to make you 100% prepared in any emergency, no matter what life throws at you. But what you can do is try to alleviate some of those stressors now when you're not in the middle of an emergency so that you can focus on your family should an emergency or tragedy arise, okay? So we're gonna talk about four ways to prepare for emergencies as a law enforcement family because we don't want you to have those burdens later on. We don't want you to be stressing about what is your password to this account to pay this bill when you're in the middle of an emergency. We want you to be able to focus on the emergency. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is having life insurance. And I know I am not a life insurance guru. I'm not a financial expert um, in any way, shape, or form. But every time I do talk to financial experts, 
um, especially ones that have to deal with first responder and military families, the number one thing they tell me is that families should have life insurance. And we do not want something to happen to you or a loved one and your family not be taken care of. And surprisingly, like we held off on this forever because I just thought, well, we don't have that in the budget right now without really ever knowing how much it costs. But I was surprised to find out that it's fairly inexpensive, like less than going through the drive through each month. For our family personally, and we have it um, for, you know, everyone in our family, and it was like, it's like less than $30. And so a month. And it's really important that you look into this. So I will um, drop some links to resources for where you can learn more about it in the show notes. One is um, Courtney at Heroes Financial Coaching. Um, but I would definitely research this, see what options you have. Every like state is going to have different, um, uh, I think, rules or amounts. It's going to depend on a lot of factors. But this is definitely one that will help to just make sure that you and your loved ones are taken care of should something happen to um, your spouse or even yourself, because emergencies can happen outside of law enforcement as well. The next thing is to have a will prepared. And I think this is the hardest one for people to kind of grapple with because it's hard to just have those discussions. Um, but it's really, really important because I've talked with other spouses that, um, you know, unfortunately have lost their loved one in the line of duty. And while it's, again, not something we want to think about, this is what they tell me is that they didn't have these things prepared. And um, it's incredibly difficult. It's incredibly difficult to navigate the, these things while you are grieving. So it's really important to have a will prepared. Next, have discussions about what your family will do in the event of an emergency. So this means if something happens to one of you and you have kids, who is taking care of your kids? Who can help you? Who do you have around you or in your support system or your community should an emergency arise? The other thing that you really want to think about as a law enforcement family is, and my husband and I had um, discussions on this because I was surprised at his answers and he was surprised at mine. And so until we had this discussion, we didn't realize, but you, if something happens to your the law enforcement officer in your family, you will have someone and it doesn't have to be a death. It can just be maybe an accident at work you will have someone come to your home or contact you in some way to let you know of this emergency. And in some departments, you can fill out paperwork and you can let them know who you want to have contact you in the event of an emergency. And so if you are at a jurisdiction that asks those types of questions, um, then it's important to have those discussions with your spouse on who you would want to have. Um, I know some families who have said they don't want someone that is close to them at the department because they don't want that, rem that reminder when they see those friends again, they don't want that reminder of that conversation that is very emotionally charged 
versus they would rather have someone that is at the department that they don't know super well, that is sort of a neutral to them. Um, so those are just things to think about of who would give you this information. Um, so it's really important to discuss just how these things will go about if one of your family members is in the hospital, if um, you know one of you is unable to be out of work, what will your family do? Do you have the finances to sustain living how you're currently living if something were to happen to you? Um, I know a lot of families that even have um, like a secondary insurance. That was something that my husband and, had, and I had for a really long time. I had Aflac. Um, and so some people have a secondary insurance should they, um, and it's more like, you know, in, in the event of an emergency, not like a secondary health insurance, but um, that protects them, that helps you in these situations. For me, I had it um, in the event of when I was out of work from for maternity leave, and I got a chunk of money from Aflac because I had already signed up for that plan and and had that um, prepared. But what will you do if one of you are out of work or both of you are out of work? What kind of plans do you have in place should an emergency arise? Okay. The next thing is being familiar with your spouse's end of watch paperwork at work. And I know that no one wants to talk about this. Again, it is not fun, but chances are your spouse has filled out paperwork um, about end of watch or should an emergency arise. You need to know what your spouse wrote down. And is that information current? I know my husband originally filled things out before we were even married. So sometimes spouse's information may not be on the paperwork because maybe they have their mom or their dad as um, you know emergency contact and then you get married and you haven't updated anything. So it's really important that your spouse, I would say every year, look at that paperwork every year. I'm thankful in the fact that my husband is very diligent on yearly checking into things like when it's typically when he has open enrollment is when he tries to kind of like habit stack these things like, well, he'll look at retirement. Um, he'll look at, um, you know, benefits, um, you know, any paperwork that needs to be updated. He tries to do that all at the same time, that time of year and get it over with. But these discussions are important. You need to know what is on their paperwork. If they, if your spouse has certain requests, if should something happen to them, you need to know what they wrote down. Um, it's really important that you have that information and just keep it filed in a safe space. So I know these conversations, it, it can be awkward to get them started. It's not fun. It's depressing. I understand. It's been like that for my husband and I too. Who like who's going to talk about it first, him or me, right? Um, and so it's hard. And I don't want to put fear in you. I don't want you to live in fear. This is just to be prepared for that very small chance. And I'll say that again: very small chance that there is an emergency of some kind. Okay, there are eight hundred thousand police officers approximately in the United States. Not every police officer is going to experience emergencies 
of a magnitude where you have to use these tips that I'm sharing today, but it's better to be prepared. So in case that happens, you can focus on you and your family. So one thing that I did do um, many years ago, because I had talked to a police spouse whose loved one was in an accident. He, you know, is now okay, but he paid the bills and she did not have passwords to get on and pay the bills. And so he was not able to um, recall all of those passwords in the hospital. And so she said it was incredibly stressful. Instead of being with her loved one, she was now trying to figure out how to deal with things on the home front and get things paid. And it was incredibly stressful. And I don't want anyone to go through that. And I don't want anyone to be in the dark about um, what your spouse's wishes may be or what they have filled out at work. Um, and I want you to have those conversations. And I know that those conversations can be really, really hard. So a couple of years ago, I came up with something called the Police Wife Resource Binder. And this is like a um, emergency binder for law enforcement families. And it has 30 pages all related to future planning, trust, wills, um, important information at the agency that you may know. Um, and then it includes other you know, daily helpful things like a backup plan. Who can you call if you can't get a hold of your loved one? Um, it has tips for like parenting and daily duties and, and things like that. But the huge um, section of this binder, there's four different sections just for like household information and but it's really about those career and emergency documents that are really important to have. And so having this binder can help you prepare for these emergencies. It, only, it not only helps you to have these important and necessary conversations about future planning with your officer, kind of gets that ball rolling. If you say, hey, I downloaded this binder because it's a printable and you can put it in an actual binder, um, you know, hey, I downloaded this. Let's sit down and fill out just this one sheet together when we have some time this week and just go through it slowly. And then the best part is you can take this binder and put it on a shelf where you know where it is or put it in a drawer for safekeeping. Should an emergency arise, then boom, you get to pull this binder out and those things that is, are going to be hard for you to recall are going to be right in there. Maybe there's someone from the department in HR that you need to contact if an emergency happens. And how in the world are you going to remember that person's name or email or phone number? Well, it's going to be in the binder and you just open the binder and there it is. And it's going to take off those burdens in case an emergency would happen. Okay. So it's really important that we prepare for this lifestyle. And I will put a link to this in the show notes um, for you to check it out. There's some testimonials from other wives who have downloaded this, and it really helped them to get those discussions going with their loved one. And it's, it's easy to overlook these things. And this is not something that every department talks about. Not every department sits down with you and says, hey, you need to prepare for these things. Um, some departments have like family days or um, like a family sort of meeting after the academy, but most do not. And so we're in the dark over here. We're like, you know, what are we supposed to do? Who am I supposed to contact? 
Is this paperwork getting filled out? Like these are discussions that are left for you and your spouse to have because a lot of times this information is not out there for you. So I know this is like a heavy hitting topic, but I hope that you found this helpful and I hope that it at least encourages you to have these discussions as a family or as a couple um, so that you are not left with the burdens of dealing with these stressful things um, should something happen. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions on this topic, please, please, please feel free to message me on Instagram or email me at info at proudpolicewife.com. I'm happy to talk about it. In addition, if you have not checked out um, my monthly group for police wives and girlfriends called Connect, I highly recommend you do so. We go into these topics in depth. Every week we talk about something different related to this lifestyle. And right now we're talking about how to um, prepare for these things in more detail. We also have guest speakers that come in every month that talk about these things. And so it's really important that you have a network. So if you're feeling just worried, lonely, fearful, overwhelmed with this lifestyle, then please join Connect. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check that out. And you can also check out the Police Wife Resource Finder if that's something that you feel you are needing. If you like today's episode or past episodes, please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. 